Chapter Twenty Four of Tenterhooks by Ada Leverson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Helen Taylor. Chapter Twenty Four. Miss Bennet. Since his return, Aylmer saw everything through what he called a rose-coloured microscope. That is to say, every detail of his life and everything connected with it seemed to him perfect. He saw Edith as much as ever, and far less formally than before. She treated him with affectionate ease. She had admitted by her behaviour on the night he returned that she cared for him, and for the moment that was enough. A sort of general relaxation of formality, due to the waning of the season, and to people being too busy to bother, or already in thought away, seemed to give a greater freedom. Everyone seemed more natural, and more satisfied to follow their own inclinations, and let other people follow theirs. London was getting stale and tired, and the last feverish flickers of the exhausted season alternated with a kind of languor, in which nobody bothered much about anybody else's affairs. General interest was exhausted, and only a strong sense of self-preservation seemed to be left. People clung desperately to their last hopes. Edith was curiously peaceful and contented. She would have had scarcely any leisure, but that her mother-in-law sometimes relieved her of the care of the children. Being very anxious that they should not lose anything from Miss Townsend's absence, she gave them lessons every day. One day, at the end of a history lesson, Archie said, "'Where's Miss Townsend?' "'She's at Bexhill.' "'Why is she at Bexhill?' "'Because she likes it.' "'Where's Bexhill?' "'In England.' "'Why isn't Miss Townsend?' "'What do you mean, Archie?' "'Well, why isn't she Miss Townsend any more?' "'She is.' "'But she's not our Miss Townsend any more. Why isn't she?' "'She's gone away.' "'Isn't she coming back?' "'No.' Watching his mother's face, he realised that she didn't regret this, so he said, "'Is Miss Townsend teaching anybody else?' "'I dare say she is, or she will, perhaps.' "'What are their names?' Well, "'How should I know?' "'Do you think she'll teach anybody else called Archie?' "'It's possible.' "'I wonder if she'll ever be cross with the next boy she teaches.' "'Miss Townsend was very kind to you,' said Edith, "'but you need not think about her any more, "'because you'll be going to school when you come back from the holidays.' "'That's what I told Dilly,' said Archie. "'But Dilly's not going to school. "'Dilly doesn't mind. "'She says she likes you better than Miss Townsend.' "'Very kind of her, I'm sure,' laughed Edith. "'You see, you're not a real governess,' said Archie, "'putting his arms round her neck. "'You're not angry, are you, mother? "'Because you're not a real one, it's more fun for us.' "'How do you mean I'm not a real governess?' "'I mean we're not obliged to do what you tell us.' "'Oh, aren't you? You've got to. You're to go now, because I expect Miss Bennet.' "'Can't I see Miss Bennet?' "'Why do you want to see her?' "'I don't want to see her, but she always brings parcels. I like to see the parcels.' "'They're not for you. She brings parcels because I ask her to do shopping for me. It's very kind of her.' She waited a minute, then he said, "'Mother, do let me be here when Miss Bennet brings the parcels. I'll be very useful. I can untie parcels with my teeth, like this. Look, I throw myself on the parcel, just like a dog, and I shake it and shake it, and then I untie it with my teeth. It would be awfully useful.' She refused the kind offer. Miss Bennet arrived as usual with the parcels, looking pleasantly businesslike and important. 
"'I wonder if these things will do,' she said as she put them on the table. "'Oh, they're sure to do,' said Edith. "'They're perfect.' "'My dear, wait till you see them. I don't think I've completed all your list.' She took out a piece of paper. "'Where did you get everything?' Edith asked, without much interest. "'At Boots, principally. Then the novels. Arnold Bennett, Maxwell. Oh, and I've got you the poem, What Is It?, by Gilbert Frankau.' "'No, you mean One of Us,' corrected Edith. "'Then White Surge for Nurse to Make Dilly's Skirts. <laughs> Skirts a quarter of a yard long. How sweet!' "'and heaps and heaps of muslin, you see, for her summer dresses. "'Won't she look an angel? "'Oh, and you told me to get some things to keep Archie quiet on the train.' "'She produced a drum, a trumpet, and a mechanical railway train. "'Will that do?' "'Beautifully. "'And here's your travelling cloak from the other place.' "'It looks lovely,' said Edith. "'Aren't you going to try it on?' "'No, it's sure to be all right.' "'I never saw such a woman as you. "'Here are the hats. "'You've got to choose these.' "'Here Edith showed more interest. "'She put them on, said all the colour must be taken out of them, "'white put in one, black velvet in the other. "'Otherwise they would do. "'Thanks, Grace. "'You're awfully kind and clever. "'Now, do you know what you're going to do? "'You're going to the Academy with me and Aylmer. "'He's coming to fetch us. "'Oh, really? "'What fun!' At this moment he arrived. Edith introduced them. "'I've been having such a morning's shopping,' she said. "'I deserve a little treat, don't I?' "'What sort of shopping?' "'I'll tell you what you ought to have. A great cricket match when the shopping season's over, between the old Selfridgians and the old Herodians,' he said, laughing. They walked through acres of oil paintings and dozens of portraits of chief justices— "'I can't imagine anyone but royalty enjoying these pictures,' said Edith. "'They don't go to see pictures. They go to view exhibits,' Aylmer answered. Declaring they had Academy headache before they had been through the second room, they sat down and watched the people. One sees people there that are to be seen nowhere else. An extraordinary large number of clergymen, a peculiar kind of provincial, and strange Londoners almost impossible to place in surprising clothes. Then they gave it up, and Aylmer took them out to lunch, at a club almost as huge and noisy and as miscellaneous as the Academy itself. However, they thoroughly enjoyed themselves. Edith and Bruce were to take up their abode in their little country house at Westgate, next day. End of chapter 24